This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So, Bree, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like street track tracks, and my bike's tire like went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no. and I totally fell down and just like skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And <laughs> active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites, and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crown, for this little nibble of an episode this Thursday. Now here at No Guilt Mom, we help you go from martyr to model, being the role model in your family of what a fulfilled adult life looks like instead of sacrificing all of your fun and all of your time for everyone else's benefit. This is the time for you. Now, if you caught last week's episode, we really dived into feelings and naming those feelings. And naming and recognizing feelings help prevent that back and forth that you usually get with your kids. Because when we acknowledge how someone's feeling in the situation, that person feels heard, that person feels respected, and that person is a lot more likely to listen to our point of view when they know that we fully understand theirs, right? So today, we're going to talk about a common mistake that parents make. I've made it. I'm sure you've made it. And if so, there is no shame there. But we make this in conversations all the time, whether it's with our kids, whether it's with our partner, whether it's with our friends. And that's talking about the facts of a situation because there is so much conflict between humans. Any humans could be you and your kids, could be you and your partner. But a lot of us weren't taught how to deal with that conflict. A lot of us were taught to ignore it or brush it off. And let me tell you one thing, when you ignore it and you brush it off, it gets bigger and it gets bigger when all of a sudden that person who just was like this little annoyance to you, like one little thing they did was annoying, they become the person who will set you off in a millisecond. Because now their behavior has gotten to the point where you are resentful and you are annoyed. 
And it could all be helped if we just learned how to deal with conflict when it arose instead of brushing it to the side. Now let's talk about something that we often see in conversations. And it's something that we talk a lot in our balance program about first person, second person, and third person conversation. And this comes from the book, Difficult Conversations, which if you love reading as much as I do, I highly recommend you pick up, but I am going to give you the shortened version here that you can use right away. That's why you're here, right? To get a quick tip that you can use right away. So if you're multitasking right now, come back to me because here it is. When we have conflict in our lives, we think we know what the other person's thinking. We think we know their intentions. We think we know why they did something. And the truth is we don't. We have no idea what's going on in their brain. But when we accuse them of doing something intentionally, when it actually wasn't, and here's a hint, it's usually never intentional, that starts some defensiveness from the other person. And that's when you will start getting the back and forth, the back and forth arguments, and you won't solve the problem. It'll just seem like this never-ending spinning wheel where the same conversation comes up and comes up. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of these three ways to see a situation. The first way is first person. That's seeing it from what's in your head. You know exactly the reasons you do what you do, typically. You know that you are trying to have a clean office, and so you've picked up everything from your desk. And when your child comes in and like plops these big thing of squishies all over your couch, you're mad because you just tried to have it cleaned. So you know what is in your head. You can really talk about what you're feeling and the reasons you feel the way you do. But be aware of that second person because that second person conversation is going to trip you up every single time. And here's what that is. In second person, we're assuming what that person thinks and feels. So if, for instance, maybe you have a husband who comes home late from work, if you told him, you don't care about me, you don't care about the time that I spend with the kids and you are always late that's going to bring up a pretty defensive response because you've just said something that you have no reason to know. He's never told you he doesn't care. That is something that you're assuming because you're assuming you know the thoughts in his head and you don't. I've done this. I used to think this way and being able to pinpoint it as a second conversation, that second person conversation that's not true has really helped me when I'm in those situations to not say phrases like that. So that second person, avoid it. You don't know what someone else is thinking or feeling, nor do you know why they're doing what they're doing. And that brings us to the third person conversation. And that I want you to think of if any person came into your house and saw either the argument between you and your kids or a conversation between you and your partner, they would then say very objectively what happened. Like he said that he put the dish in the dishwasher and she said that the dish is still on the counter. And I see that the dish is still on the counter. So it's all of those things which can be definitely fact-checked and proved. When you're talking about problems like this, instead, let's go back to the coming home from work late. 
instead of saying, hey, you don't care about us, you don't care about all the time I spend with the kids, taking it to a third person conversation, hey, you told me earlier today that you'd be home at 6.30 and now it's seven o'clock. What happened? Those are facts. Those are questions that then your partner can answer. Instead of it going into accusatory, it then becomes a fact-finding thing where you can work together to solve the problem. And so that is how I want you to see your conversations today and any conflict that arises. Remember that you only have the authority to speak from the first person and the third person. You have no idea what's going on in someone else's head. And when we stick to the first person and the third person conversations, oh my gosh, the problems that we can solve and the less stress that we feel is on our shoulders. So I want you to have a great day today. Remember, the best mom is a happy mom. Take care of you, and I'll talk to you later. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.